Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifest more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello ladies and welcome to a brand new episode, which I'm going to preface this with another apology um, because I have been um, not so consistent here on this podcast recently. Um, I've been finding it really challenging to actually find time to create episodes and I will start an episode and then get distracted with something. Um, It's the summer, so I've got my kids home now. They've finished nursery for the summer. And we've also got builders at the house. Um, We've had lots of visitors come and visit us. So it's been very, very chaotic. Um, And then on top of all of that, I've recently launched a brand new program, my feminine leadership program, She Leads. So I've been very busy making sure the um, launch of that has all gone smoothly. Now, there was a couple of days last week where I was getting really frustrated with myself um, because I just couldn't find the time to just record a podcast episode from start to finish. This was one of those moments where I just had to check in with myself and ask, you know, who is the person that is putting the pressure on here? And the only person that was making the situation stressful was myself. And I think this is something often that happens as business owners is, you know, we... We start a business because we get to create the rules. We get to be our own boss. We get to work in a way that feels good to us. We don't have somebody dictating orders at us. But then equally, we can then become our own worst enemies, our own um, boss who is creating the pressure and the stress. And this for me was just a reminder that I get to create the rules. And this is the same for you as well. You get to create the rules. You get to set the standards for your life and how you want to show up and how you want to work. And it gets to be fun and it gets to be enjoyable. And this was one of those moments for me where I had to remind myself that I'm the only person creating that stress and pressure. If an episode doesn't go out one week, two weeks, three weeks, it's not going to be the end of the world. Now, of course, there is something to be said for consistency. And, you know, for me, I really want to be able to show up for my audience consistently. But equally, it's got to be at a point that feels right for me. And I'm not going to beat myself up if, let's say, for one week, I don't manage to get something done. And I really want to be an example of how to show up for other people that have a business as well because I know a lot of women that I connect with they as I said they create a business wanting to really get away from that pressure and stress of perhaps a corporate job but then create an environment that's just as pressured and stressful because they're putting on themselves these really high expectations of how you know they should be showing up for you know their business. So Let's dive into this episode then, because I actually want to go into part of my She Leads daily ritual. So as a reminder, She Leads is my feminine leadership program. And as part of that program, I actually share my daily ritual 
which has really sort of transitioned over time since I became a business owner and since I've kind of developed my business and my entrepreneurial journey. I've had a pretty solid daily ritual since starting out on this path. In fact, it was one of the first things I started doing for myself in terms of my own personal development. I read the book, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, and that really sort of shaped my morning ritual as a new business owner, new entrepreneur, um, making sure that I started my day in a really intentional way. And a lot of the principles of that morning ritual are still very much what influence my rituals that I still have today. But I've realized that a lot of things have changed in terms of what I include in my ritual. Um, And also in terms of the outlook I have to my daily rituals as well. Um, It used to be very much a part of my to-do list. So I would very much be, okay, I've got to get this daily ritual done before I start my day. It was almost like a thing that I had to get done. And I definitely enjoyed the process of my daily ritual first thing in the morning, but it was very much a part of my to-do list. Now, a big part of me leaning into my feminine has really been to step away from this goal-orientated approach to life where we're just doing things for the sake of getting it done. We're doing, you know, meditation or reading or journaling for the sake of saying, okay, well, I have done this today and therefore perhaps feeling a little bit better because of the fact that you've done it, not necessarily because of the process itself. And I found that I was getting to a stage like this kind of stage with my own daily ritual where it was almost like this chore that I had to get done and then I would beat myself up if I hadn't done it that day and so a big part of me shifting into my feminine is to really be to ask myself with everything that I do how can I enjoy this process the most and making that the goal rather than the getting it done the actual goal so for me the ritual is obviously it's something that I want to stay consistent with but kind of going back to how I started this podcast, I don't want to be beating myself up if I don't have space in my day or if something crops up that morning and I can't do, you know, my my morning ritual as planned. So I'm the mother of three small children. So it's very often that life is unpredictable. Anybody with small kids will know this. Life is very, very unpredictable. And I have made a conscious decision to be as fully present with my children as possible. As much as I make sure I honour my own needs, there will be mornings where just something comes up. Maybe one of my kids is sick or something happens and I just don't have that time. So I want to preface this by saying a ritual, any kind of daily ritual, is not something that should feel like a burden or a chore or it's something that you're pressurising yourself to do every day. Consistency is obviously key, but life is going to sometimes get in the way and that is okay. The last thing you want to do, it defeats the whole object, in fact, if you start beating yourself up for the fact that maybe you've not done anything for a week, a month. It does not matter. Every single day is an opportunity to start with a blank slate and you do what you can with what you have, what time you have, and you just enjoy the process as much as you can in that moment. Okay, and this is what I choose to do now, Um, you know, how I choose to show up for myself and for these daily practices. I just remind myself I'm doing what I can with the time that I have, and I'm just going to try and make this experience that I'm having in this moment as enjoyable as possible, even if it's not exactly how I would like it to be. 
So my ideal world, I would be in my sacred space. I'd have candles lit. I'd have, you know, fresh flowers. Everything would be peace and calm. <laughs> the, you know, the children would be at nursery. And, you know, I'd have like a full hour at least to really devour this daily ritual whilst my youngest is having her morning nap. The reality of that is that <laughs> those days at the moment are very few and far between. But, you know, we can strive for an ideal, but we can be okay with less than perfect. And that is okay. So this daily ritual. I'm just going to share a few of the key elements. Some of the things that perhaps you are not already doing as part of your own daily routine. And these are the things that I've kind of slowly weaved into my daily practice over time. Things that I felt have really helped me not only connect with my future vision, but also really lean into my feminine energy. So a big part of, you know, for me, my journey has really been finding a way to work and create extraordinary success, extraordinary wealth, extraordinary impact, but doing so in a way that feels really good from this place of ease and flow. And there's practices that have really helped me tune into this. So one of these practices has been emotional freedom technique. So EFT, I've spoken about this on the podcast before. Um, It was something that I used to do just at moments where I kind of felt like I was kind of really needing it. You've probably had this in your life where, you know, there's times in your journey where you need the mindset work more, where you're perhaps going through something quite big, maybe you're faced with a lot of fears, maybe it's a period where you're really getting out of your comfort zone and you feel like you really need to double down on the, um, the mindset work. And emotional freedom technique was always one of those tools that I would come to when I needed to really shift some beliefs, change my energy, where I was perhaps going through a big transition in my life. And I asked myself, why am I only using this really powerful tool in the moments that I need it the most? You know, if it can make such a difference in how I feel when I'm feeling my lowest, imagine if I used this tool when I'm actually feeling pretty good. And here's the thing with a lot of mindset work. We often double down on it when we need it the most. But imagine if we were doubling down on the mindset work in the times when actually we were feeling great. So we were going from great to amazing rather than not feeling great to actually I'm doing okay. And for me, emotional freedom technique has been one of these tools that I can be having. I can wake up and be having a really great start to my day and everything feels like it's just falling into place. And that's often when we kind of, we feel like we're in our safety blanket. We're like, oh, well, maybe I don't need to do, let's say, emotional freedom technique today. I don't need to tap because I've got nothing to tap on. There's nothing that's kind of causing me stress or anxiety at the moment. I'm good. So I'll skip that part. And actually, I found if I take that sort of place, that feeling good as my baseline, you know, operating system, and then stack some really powerful mindset tools such as EFT on top of that I can go from starting my day feeling great to honestly feeling like I could take on the world so emotional freedom technique then has become a as regular as possible a daily part of my my ritual and I have a specific script that I use, which is part of my She Leads Feminine Leadership Program. I include it in there, and it's a script that is really about creating success, creating wealth, and doing so from the feminine. Now, this is one of those tools that um, once you've got the script for whichever EFT you're going to be doing, you can just put it on repeat. So depending on 
how much time that I've got. It might take one minute, it might take 10 minutes. Um, and that's the beauty of doing something like this is that it can really easily slot into your day. And it may be that I don't necessarily do it first thing in the morning. It may be that I've got, you know, a few minutes after I've, you know, been in the shower and I'm, you know, waiting for my hair to dry or something. And I might do a quick round of EFT. Um, my specific EFT script that I share in She Leads, I've actually memorized that now. Um, so for the ladies that are in She Leads, they get access to it so that they can sort of tap along with me. But that's, I've done it so many times now that I can do it from memory. And it's quite good when you've got to a place where you don't need to think about what you're going to say with the EFT script and you can just say it so you can really kind of hone in on your energy and what you're feeling and releasing you know those blocks and beliefs that are keeping you stuck. So EFT then. I also want to share another part of my She Leads ritual which is regulating your nervous system. So in the She Leads ritual I actually share a very simple powerful technique that helps me to regulate my nervous system. Now, why is this why has this become so important as part of my daily routine? Well, I realized that I was often operating in this really heightened nervous system state <laughs> where I was really kind of on guard most of the time. I found it really difficult to relax. For me, a big part of shifting into my feminine has meant feeling safe, feeling safe to relax. And this is something that I've struggled with for a long time. Um, you know, even when I'd have time off and I'd go on holiday, I couldn't just sit and just lie there and do nothing. I would always feel guilty doing nothing. It was almost if I was worried about somebody coming over and telling me, you know, you can't relax. And without going into too much detail about this, because I've actually created a separate podcast episode, um, I think it was a couple of months ago now, about feeling safe to relax. Um, when I started to dig into this, a big part of it was when we were younger, my mum would kind of never really let us just sit down doing nothing. We always had to be doing something. We had to be either helping out in the house, we had to be outdoors playing. Um, and, you know, we were never really allowed to just sit and just completely relax. And my mum was, my dad worked away a lot. And so my mum was raising me and my two younger sisters, often single-handedly. And I can only imagine now being a mother of three children, <laughs> how stressful that could have been. So there was a lot of times where we experienced volatile parenting. Um, you know, my mum shouting, getting frustrated with us. And so as children, we were almost taught that we had to be in that heightened emotional state, you know, ready to fight or flight. Um, you know, as a way to sort of take ourselves out of the firing line. And so as an adult, I've often, as I said, found it very, very difficult to relax. And for me, it's really been about training my nervous system to feel safe to relax. Our subconscious is always going to gravitate back to what is familiar, what is safe. And for me, that sort of subconscious programming is you are safer if you are on high alert at all times. And this just wasn't useful for me, especially when I, you know, made this conscious effort to be more in my feminine and to work in a more relaxed way and to live my life in a more relaxed way and to be able to take my foot off the pedal and not feel, you know, like freaking out if I was relaxed. I needed to basically retrain my nervous system. And so 
part of my daily routine is trying to get my baseline operating system, how I show up for my day ahead, to be, a, you know, from this place of centered, grounded, calmness. So one of the parts of my She Leads daily ritual then is regulating my nervous system, nervous system regulation. So I can really kind of start my day feeling calm. And I would probably say out of all of the things, this is kind of my my non-negotiable. There's always space in my day to do this nervous system regulation. And it's typically going to be the first thing that I do um, when I get up. When I make my morning coffee, actually, this has become the time when I, I do this part of the ritual. Um, but yes, the other part of the She Leads ritual that I want to share with you is permission slips. So permission slips are essentially you giving yourself permission to show up in a certain way. You getting to create the rules ahead of time rather than responding to things in the moment. So it's really about being intentional about what you choose to do or perhaps not to do for that day ahead. Now, the reason why I found this has been so beneficial is because I was somebody that really struggled with feelings of guilt, feelings of guilt that I hadn't done enough. And a big part of this was my worthiness being attached to how hard I worked and how productive I was being. And so if I hadn't done something that day, it was almost then that I would beat myself up about it. And so what I found to be really useful is to give myself permission ahead of time about what I am going to choose to do or choose not to do. So let's say I knew I had in my sort of plans that I wanted to get something done. Maybe it was a piece of content created. Maybe it was, I don't know, the next chapter of my book that I'm writing. And that day, I just kind of felt like this isn't the day. I'm not feeling inspired. I'm feeling quite tired. I've got other things that, you know, commanding my attention. Rather than saying, okay, I'm just going to soldier on and do this. I would give myself permission to not do that. I'd say, look, I am saying to myself, you don't have to do this today. You don't have to show up in this way today. And it's almost kind of approaching yourself from this place of self-compassion. It can also, on the flip side, it can also mean choosing to consciously show up in a certain way for the day ahead. So rather than going about your day by default, it's almost creating your day by design by saying, today I give myself permission to be, maybe it's firmer in my boundaries, maybe it's more confident, maybe it's, um, you know, I give myself permission to be lazy. (laughs) That can also work as well. It's just really about owning your choices, okay? Not feeling bad for the choices that you make, owning all of your choices, You know, and I think there's a lot to be said for that because we're so guilty sometimes of beating ourselves up about what we do or what we don't do. You know, getting to the end of the day and saying, you know, I've not done enough or, um, you know, I could have been more this today or looking back at something that happened over the day and saying, oh, why didn't I, you know, be more, you know, bolder in that conversation? Why didn't I state my needs in a clearer way? If we can think about the day that we've got ahead and think about what do I choose today to give myself permission to do or to be or, you know, to not to do or not to be, we can really start to own more of our decisions and therefore feel better about them. You know, take that personal responsibility and realize that we are, you know, we get to live and choose our lives by design rather than by default. 
So they are three of the eight parts of my She Leads daily ritual. So I hope it gives you a little bit more of an idea of the kinds of things that I weave into my daily routine, as I said, where I can. <laughs> um, I'd be curious to know, what are some of the non-negotiables for your daily routine? Um, if you follow me on Instagram, come and say hello at Danny underscore Watson underscore coaching. And yeah, just let me know on one of my most recent posts or you can drop me a DM. Like, What are your things that you weave into your day that for you have become a non-negotiable? Um, thank you, ladies, for tuning into this episode. As always, I am going to go and see what is going on in my house. We've got builders going on, so it is all very crazy um, with the renovations that we currently have going on at the house. Um, yeah, I will wish you all a wonderful, wonderful week, and I will catch you on the next episode. If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.